Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey, it's Garcelle Beauvais, and this is Going to Bed with Garcelle. Every episode, me and my rotating mix of girlfriends, some celebrities, some not, will be heating things up with provocative girl talk. Get ready. No topic is too taboo, and everything is grown and sexy. Tonight, I am going to bed with Megan Good. You know her from Biker Boys, The Intruders. I mean, there's so many movies that she's in. And I know a lot of guys are hot for Megan Good. Hey, Megan. How are you? (laughs) Hi, I'm good. So the other person I'm going to bed with tonight is my girl, (laughs) Kamara A. Unique. She is a makeup artist to the stars. She is also a faith. She will... Do your makeup and pray on you so you get a two for one. Yes, Lord. Yes. Amen. Hello. Hallelujah. Hi. You know, there are no coincidences. I brought you two together because I feel like you guys are kindred souls. And also, you share the same birthdays. Okay. Can I have my fangirl moment? Yes. (laughs) I love you, Megan. Like, thank you. You and your sister, Lamaya. Are my sisters in my head. I love you guys. Oh, my God. Can I get my show back? I'm sorry. My bad. (laughs) First and foremost, uh, Kamara, what is your drink of choice tonight? I'm just having, um, this is red wine, but I diluted it with a little guava juice. Don't judge me. That kind of sounds yummy, though. (laughs) It's good. It's really good. Megan, what is your drink of choice? So I'm being a little whack today because... (laughs) See, what happened was the first two weeks, me and my wine, we were very good friends. But then I was like, man, I don't want to come out of this quarantine drinking wine every single day. So uh, now I have my little detox tea. Tonight, I am having vodka and cranberry. What I really wanted to bring you two together, because you both ladies are sexy and beautiful. You know who you are. You're independent. You're strong. But you're also of faith. And I know God is very important to both of you. So sex and faith, can they go hand in hand? Because so many times growing up, if you're religious, sexy is not a part of it. So Megan, I've seen some racy photos on Instagram. How do you balance your faith and your sexuality? You know, I believe that God created sexuality, you know, and with me, you know, it's about everybody's individual journey. You know, when I started, when I became a Christian at like 12, I was like at first like super, super religious to the point of where none of my friends told me when they lost their virginity. Everyone's like, don't tell Megan. Yeah. So you were serious about it. 
I was very serious about it. So, I mean, and I still am. It's just I've grown and I've matured in my walk. And so when I was about 19, that's when I had my first love. And I, you know, lost my virginity. And I thought, well, I'm going to marry him. So it's the same thing, of course. And then I went on like a spiral of like, you know, praying and repenting when we'd have sex. And then getting to a point of like, well, everybody else is doing it. Is it the worst thing in the world? And I grew up in the industry, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, making that transition from child actor to adult actor came with me evolving into kind of a sex kitten and being like a sexy girl to show people like, yes, I know I look 17, but I am in fact 23. You know, Mm -hmm. let me go do this 50 cent video and show y'all I'm an adult. (laughs) Let me go do this biker boys and show y'all I'm an adult. Yes, Um, right. And so, and it was never... Uh, it was always about what my convictions are. You know, like if I was on the cover of King magazine, well, you weren't going to get a back shot. You weren't going to get me lingerie. You weren't going to get a crotch mm-hmm. shot. What you will get is what I feel comfortable in my spirit. You might get some cleavage. You'll see that any day. You know, you <laughs> might get some stomach. You will see that any day. I you know? love it. There's nothing wrong with feeling and being sexy and feeling beautiful and feeling good about yourself. So No, absolutely not. I mean, I know for me growing up, we were you know, raised, I was raised Catholic and that was a big deal. Like certain, like, you know, you had to wear a dress to go to church. Mm-hmm. You couldn't wear certain things. You couldn't wear a spaghetti strap to go to church. And I remember like figuring out, well, if God loves everybody, why wouldn't he love me the way I dress? Why right. wouldn't he love me? Because I like other things, you know? And it was sort of like finding the balance, like being obedient to my mom and feeling like being obedient to God. But at the same time, where do I fit in? Mm, yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's sort of like the struggle for all of us. Kamara, what do you, how do you uh, feel about that? I found God three years ago. And yes, I was celibate. And then I went back and I had some sex. And then okay, I, went, I was going to talk about that. People okay. ask me like, why are you being celibate at the moment? And I'm like, because I know how it feels to be, to to have sex with a man and be unsure of my, per, of my place in his life. And I don't like what that feels. And I'm at that place right now where I'm like, all right, God, tag my husband, put on his notifications, <laughs> no, but not tag him. Right. No, I, I say that on Instagram. I'm like, tag my husband. I was celibate for a long time after um, my divorce. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I couldn't open my heart again to another person. And I felt like mm-hmm. the intimacy that I needed, I didn't feel like I would get. And so I didn't have sex for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was the right thing to do. And I still feel like it's the right thing to do. But I think at some point, you also, friends were saying, you know, well, you got to get back on the horse. And I was like, well, I'm not ready. Because I really wanted to connect with a soul, not just physically, you know? It's okay to be celibate. And it's okay to let women know because I feel like right now, a lot of women are wearing their bodies as their resumes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's not all about the sex. What about the mind? What about the life goals? And just because you have a big booty and a little waist doesn't make it everything. I mean, you're beautiful, but it doesn't make it everything. It's too many girls who have big booties and small waists. Hello. Like yes. You're putting yourself in competition when that's not what you have to offer. Yeah. Right. You know, it's exactly. like there's so much more. I know, Megan, for you and Devon, you're married to the, I mean, how do I even describe Devon? I mean, just a man <laughs> of faith, a man of integrity, and also a man, a modern man. But I know you guys abstained um, from mm-hmm. having sex before you were married. Mm-hmm. Now, looking back, would you have done the same thing now? Would you feel like he's your soulmate anyways? Would it have mattered if you had sex prior? I think, you know, God told me that he was my husband nine months before he ever asked me on a date. 
What so, did he tell you? So when I hear God, I know it's him. <laughs> what did he say? Well, I, I was I was on the tail end of a, a very um, very emotionally abusive relationship, and it wasn't because mm. it was a bad person, and we just weren't right for each other, and didn't bring out the best in each other. Toxic. So, yes. The first thing that he said was to get out of that relationship. I thought, okay, so it doesn't matter how beautiful you are. It doesn't matter how talented you are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A man is going to cheat. It's not going to work out. So I have to protect myself and put myself in a position where I'm never going to be the one crying. And as mm. a result, every relationship I went into, I gave a good percentage, but I kept a good percentage for myself. I, I, I never really cried after a relationship. It could have been like a four-year relationship. I'd be like, eh, I'll be all right. Next chapter, Jesus, you know? <laughs> And um, wow. that that was the first relationship where I had given 100%. And in my mind, I thought, you know, in marriage, you either stick it out or you don't. You can't jump on a plane and go home every time you get mad. So that was me really trying to stick it out. It's just that wasn't my husband. And I was glad I learned the lesson. Uh, but, you know, I asked God a year prior. I was like, is this the right relationship for me? And God said, just wait. And I waited for a year and a half. I was like, well, let me know, because if it ain't right, I'll okay. get out of here. And, and if it is right, then I'm going to stick it out. So all I did was yeah. just, I waited and continued to stick it out. And then when he said it was time to go, I left. The second thing he said was I needed to be celibate. And I was like, mm, are you sure, Lord? Yeah, maybe, maybe I feel like Thursday to yeah. Sunday. <laughs> right. And so he was like, no, you should be celibate. And I was like, okay. And the third thing he said was Devon was my husband. Okay. I love this story, but I want to know concretely, yes. what is it that you hear? I just heard him say, Devon is your husband. No way. I hear you need a rosé. I don't <laughs> hear where, no, but I, I, not to make light of it, but I want to be that connected so that I can hear as well, because I feel like my man is out there too. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like, like I've been picking the wrong men for me. I wasn't even sure if I was going to get married, you know? And then about five months in, I started telling friends and family, I was like, Devon's my husband. They were like, you sound crazy. And I'm like, I'm like, well, they're like, how do you know? I'm like, God told me. They were like, and you sound real crazy. Okay. Um, but you know, five months in, and then a few months later, he asked me out. Ten months wow. later, we were engaged. Two wow. months later, we were married, and it's about to be what? eight years. Wow. So, eight years. And I still like him. <laughs> so. oh, yeah, that's beautiful, especially in quarantine, girl. Listen, Spending love is one together. thing, like is a whole other thing. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Megan, how's the sex with Devon? <laughs> Can I just go there? <laughs> Man, it's interesting because when we got together, I mean, it's, I obviously wasn't losing my virginity, but right. in a, I definitely wasn't losing my virginity. Uh, but uh, what it felt like was like two teenagers, you know? Oh. It felt like the beginning was like two teenagers exploring each other and figuring out like what works for the other one and who the other one was. And I think because of that, the level of intimacy is completely different than any other relationship I have. I was 100% sure that he was my husband. One, because God told me, but I still needed some. You know, I, I heard him, Chris, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this guy could handle me. I'm a lot to handle. I'm very, very strong. Uh, I, listen, La Leo through and Same through. Same birthday. And then some, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's I, you know, I fear, I, in the past, I fear for men. I'm yeah. like, you, you think you this little thing, right you now. ain't even ready. You know, that's where I'm at too. I feel like <laughs> we have become so strong, so independent. We can do it yeah. all. That... For me, I feel like, not that I need to dial it back, but I also need to let the man be the man. Mm. 
And I think yeah. we've come to a place as women that we're so independent, we're ca- we're so capable and always been. But I feel like now men have to, sw- they don't know where they fit in. What's your take on being celibate and self-pleasure? Were you mm. able to please yourself even though you were celibate? I mean, I did, but that's what I felt comfortable doing. You know, again, I think, you know, some Christians would be like, Megan, how dare you? You know, what can you, you know, listen to each his own. However, I can feel convicted between me and God. And again, being honest with yourself, it's not that I don't want to feel convicted. So I'm telling Mm -hmm. myself I feel good between me and God. I genuinely do not feel convicted. So that is me. That may be different for someone else, but uh, that's how I felt, you know, and. I almost feel like if you're celibate and you pleasure yourself, I mean, you're a human being, you still have needs, you still, Mm -hmm. so I think it's almost the natural thing to do is to self-pleasure yourself. Go ahead, Kamara. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) So, so it's so funny. I had this conversation with my girlfriend the other day and we are both Christian women. I said to her, I said, girl, this quarantine, I'm by myself, I'm about to buy a toy. And she's like, well, okay. And I I said, well, have you pleasured yourself since you found God? And so she was like, oh, um, I've thought about it, but I haven't because I've been waiting for two and a half years for my husband. And I feel Mm -hmm. that God is bringing him so much more closer to me that I don't want to get myself to be used to a machine. I get that. I waited for so long for him to come that Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I think it's good just waiting so that when he does come, it's splash waterfalls. Like, it's like, okay. What if he doesn't come for 10 years? (laughs) Like, how long can you wait? Now, I know a few years back, Megan, you sent some intimate pictures to your husband that got leaked. Mm -hmm. Does that scare you from doing that again? It was horrible. It was, I mean, the Uh, fact that it's a violation. Yeah, it's a total violation. Um, It's interesting because truth be told, I'm of two minds. I think because it wasn't like my lower area. Yeah. A part of me feels violated, but a part of me feels like, "Eh, who cares? You know, because (laughs) at the end of the day... I, it wasn't me just sending them in general. I was sending them to right. my husband. Um, right. And I love my body. I'm comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. At the end of the day, I just, I don't, I don't really care that much. It, it happened and my breasts are still good. So. so it's not stopping you from doing it again. No, because <laughs> it's my husband. So, right. you know, if someone wants to try to take advantage of us and do something, you know, that's between them and God. I'm not going to overly <laughs> worry about it. I'm not going to let anybody bullying me into mm. handling my marriage differently. And I'm not going to be ashamed of something I did for my husband. And if yeah. they wanted to see my titties that bad, well, good for them. Hello. Okay, then. Whatever. And they look great. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, For me, I've always been afraid of doing videos and sending pictures like that for that very reason. Mm. So I can understand. And now in this world, 2020, there's a lot of tech sex, you know, Mm -hmm. doing it over Zoom. And now me and Kamara single, dating with coronavirus is a whole yeah. new thing. What are you going to do? How are you going to let somebody in? I'm going to really need God to say, okay, he is negative of COVID-19. Kamara, <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> are you um, oh. having any, you know, phone, FaceTime, Zoom? What are you doing? Hey, 
ain't nothing going on but the rent. I'm on Hinge. <laughs> I did go on a, on an Instagram live date. Oh, How that was that? fun. Tell. Yeah. So my, just the two of you. How do you keep it well? From public. We went live. No, it was public. My friends have this Instagram called Black Love Exists. And so okay. they're like, hey, you want to go on live and we'll hook you up on a date with this guy? And, and so I went on wow. and he was he was a nice guy, but he wasn't it. We found mm-hmm. out that we really didn't have that much in common, but it was mm-hmm. really fun to do. So that's how mm-hmm. I'm keeping my life like okay. fun and spicy. Okay. Yes. Well, I will try that. That's kind of actually kind of cool. Right? You that's should do that actually. Cool. Go, go live. Dating with Garcelle. Oh, and girl, them, listen. Them come on. Listen, I'm waiting for God to say to me... Brad Pitt is your man. That's what I'm waiting for. (laughs) Brad Pitt is the one. (laughs) He's single right now, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes, he's single now. Girl, I'm putting it out in the universe. I'm going to meet him halfway. (laughs) Listen, go slide in DMs. That is my man. Acting to be a guest on the the show. I'm going to bed, okay? (laughs) I'll go to bed with Brad Pitt any day. One of my favorite parts of my podcast is highlighting someone of the week who touched you, made you laugh, just brought joy, anything. And we call that going to bed with. So who would you like to go to bed with tonight, Kamara? Oh, me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and this is not, it, it, it doesn't have to be sexual, right? No, 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 no. It's not okay. sexual. Who do you want to highlight? Okay. okay, cool. I want to go to bed with Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to. I want to have a slumber party with Megan and Lamaya. Yes. I want to have a, a, and I, and I want the big sisters that I that I always prayed for because I'm only child, so I don't have any <laughs> sisters. So I just want I want I want to be able to call y'all and be like, hey sis, can you pray for me real quick, sis? Yes. You are insane. All right, <laughs> Megan, who would you like to highlight? Thank who would you, you like to go to bed with tonight? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go to bed with Holly Berry. Hey, um, come on, Leos. Yes, oh. and, and I'll tell you why. I ended up stumbling upon her doing her facial routine, and then that kind of sent me down the rabbit hole of watching a few videos of hers. Um, and I think just everything, like she was you know, kind of giving her truth about some past relationships, which I thought was really beautiful and vulnerable and very um, powerful, you know, Mm -hmm. being in that Mm -hmm. truth and how that encourages other women um, to let us know that, you know, we're all, we're all in this together. And then it went from that to like her being a mother later on in life and that really encouraging me. And then to going to her um, footage of doing all the stuff that she needed to do to get physically capable to do John Wick um, mm. you know, and so just all of that just really for some, well, not for some reason, for obvious reasons, just really, really encouraged me. And, and I was listening to them saying like, you know, well, we don't know if she's going to be able to do all the physicality and all this stuff. And, and then she got in there and she it. murdered it. I mean, she was yeah. in there she like, sure did. I mean, if she got an injury, she was just like, let's go, you know? Yeah, yep, she um, sure so did. All of that just, yeah. I'm going to really sidebar a little bit. Megan Good and Halle Berry in bed. Hello. <laughs> People would be buying tickets for days for that. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I, <digress. laughs> I want to go to bed with Bill Bellamy. He's funny. He makes me laugh on Instagram. He's a family man and overall hunk. No disrespect to Kristen, his wife. So ladies, before I let you go, 
what do you want people to know about you? So you guys can find me on Camara A Unique um, on Instagram, on all my social media handles. It's C-A-M as in Mary, A-R-A, A Unique. And that's my website also. I have a lash line that's doing very well. Just won Essence Best in Black Beauty Award. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I also teach one-on-one classes for everyday women. So if you have anybody that wants to know how to get their makeup ready for Zoom, um, you can hit me yes. up and I'm giving classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 5 p.m. on IG Live for free. They're free classes. You can come on and enjoy and have a good time with me. It's always mm-hmm. a good time, y'all. Always. Always. Yes. Always. always. Megan, what do you want people to know? Everything is at Megan Good, M-E-A-G-A-N-G-O-O-D. Um, what do I want to say? Uh, Any movies coming out? Any? Oh, uh, yes. I do have a TV show. We're about halfway through, so we got to finish after quarantine, but it's for Amazon. Um, right mm-hmm. now, it's the entitled uh, Tracy Oliver Project, a.k.a. Harlem, so we are nice. still untitled, um, but it's, it's incredible. Um, Amy Poehler and Pharrell are also producing, and Really cool women's project where we get to talk about all this kind of stuff in a very transparent, kind of fun way. It's morbidly inappropriate, and I love it. Um, <laughs> and so there's that. And then also, um, I have my Good Girl Raps, which I'm not yes. wearing right now. Yes! But if Ooh. I had thought about it, I would have worn it. Are you wearing that at night with Devon? Yes, yes, yes. I have an issue with that. Why? Because I feel like guys are so visual that if I'm dating a guy and I got a head wrap... That yeah. is not going to be sexy, even though yours are gorgeous, by the way. Thank the fabrics you. you're using are gorgeous. Yeah. I just Thank don't you. know if I can wear it at night and be, you know, sexy well, I Garcelle. Feel like they, I feel like they're cute, though. At least I feel like mine are cute. So I feel like yes, even if I are. am wearing that with my little, you know, short shorts and my little t-shirt or whatever, I feel like it's still look cute and be able to no, work out. No, they're gorgeous. The fabrics so. are beautiful. Thank you. I'm going to have to try one with a man and, you know, and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you still look cute. <laughs> ah, Megan Good, Kamara A. Unique. I am so excited you guys joined me. Thank you so much for your time, for your spirit, for your love, for your faith. So many times I feel like women need to stick together more and more. And you guys just prove when we do, we are forced to be reckoned with. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. I could cry. Thank you. (laughs) Subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss this grown and sexy conversation. The After Party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle or on Twitter at Garcelle B. So make sure to follow me. Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast. Produced by Orion Television, Radio Point, and Beauvais Wilson Productions. Distributed by Podcast Nation. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson. Hosted by Garcelle Beauvais, Executive Producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Alex Bach, Richard Corson, and Daniel Powell. Co-Executive Producers, Fallon Jethro, Janae Copeland, and Cindy Levinson. Associate producer, Lene Sanders. Music is from Extreme Music. This show was edited and mixed by Radio Point. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and Western country music pioneer, 
Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.